y'all. It's your girl Morgan Alexis entering the building. And this your man, the A, a shot of funky walk, dirty talking, none ill and a scruff of the grays, killing it in a million ways. <clears throat> we are back and better on this Uncut Extras episode four. Um, I hope y'all are enjoying it. We're enjoying it. And, you know, let us know in the comments how you feel about it. Word up, word up. Last week we got about, we talked about diet culture and tattoos and how tattoos are being discriminated against with people. Um, and I think this week I want to tackle, well, I do I have a question for you. So, well, first we'll start here. It is February. February in Black History Month. Exactly, exactly. There was a um, video that surfaced of T-Pain speaking, and he was saying how um, the best way for us to celebrate Black History Month is to not celebrate it. Um, his point was we shouldn't, basically like the saying, like, or like a lot of people say, we shouldn't have a Black History Month. It should just be Black History Day, Black History Year. It just should, we should live our lives as if every day is Black History Month, basically. Definitely. I can I can rock with that. I mean, there there's that that he said, um, and then there's also the one where Morgan Freeman said, and you know he said it a while back, mm-hmm. and I didn't quite, I didn't fully understand it until recently. But like he was talking about, we shouldn't have Black History Month. And it's like because our history is American history, you mm-hmm. know. It's like if we live in this country, our history is every day, and it is American history. It should be in the it should be in the textbooks the right way versus you know being being washed over or or let me be let me say the right term being whitewashed um, and told as some some little fairy tales like there are our history in this country is brutal it's gruesome it's gory and we have survived it all so like we're still here um, all of that needs to be. All of that needs to be a part of the curriculum in every school, um, in, in elementary school, in middle school, in high school, in every college class as well. So it's like people need to know uh, black, white, yellow, brown, green, purple, polka dot, plaid, all of them need to know what is really going on in the country and not just with black America, not just not with black America, but with Asian America, with with everybody in America, everybody that makes up America is a part of the history, you know? And, uh, but, you know, specifically this month, you know, um, we, we can, we can, we can kind of let our nuts hang when it comes to, to February, you know? <laughs> Real talk, I get why T-Pain and, and uh, Morgan Freeman said what they said, because, you know, our history is American history. But in the same sense, you know, the royalty that we are, it's like, yo, uh, let's let's celebrate some shit, you know? I agree. I agree. Like, let's celebrate all this black excellence. Let let's let's start if we haven't already started, but then let's keep it going even past February. That way, next February, we already got the party started and we can we can just level up, you know. I agree. To be prideful, you know, and it's okay to be prideful. It is, and I agree. I feel like, like you said, Black history is American history. We fought in a lot of those wars early on as well, just with this, just like our white counterparts. Um, We was on the front lines too. Um, 
And, you know, every, every February, I'm always surprised. I always think, okay, this year I'm going to know everything. But, like, I really be surprised at how much shit that we invented. Like, mm-hmm. I learned this year that a Black woman created the maxi pad. I was like, what? Like, stuff like that. Like, little stuff you don't think about. Like, I was like, damn, we just really are all ingrained in all this shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like... <laughs> We're the we're the structure. Yes. <laughs> we're the uh, we're the um, the rebar of the country. You know, it's sure. like you may, you may not see us, but we holding this motherfucker up. Listen, that we built this joint for free. We built the White House for free. We like our our ancestors are ingrained in this whole shit. So yeah, don't get me wrong. I definitely agree with the point of every day is Black History. Every month is Black History Month. I agree with that. For sure. We should treat it like such, you know, but it, like, like you said, it is nice to have some a time, a point of the year where we can kind of flex a little bit because we got a lot to flex mm-hmm. about. We got a lot to flex about. Word up. We really do. We really do. I'm into it. Um, so do you have a fear of rejection in any sense yes. of the word? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's expound yes. upon that. Um, Because I definitely do. Yeah. um, I have a fear. You know, what's crazy is I have a fear of rejection with my own people, with with Black folks, Mm. since we talk about Black History Month. Yeah. Um, Because I'm not the type of guy. I'm a a, a 37-year-old man uh, who doesn't play basketball, who um, don't give a damn about sports. Um, I mean, I do rap, but I do more than just rap, you know. Um, and and side note, I've been like humming and singing tunes a lot here lately. You know, get, your your boy get feeling he feeling a little bit more melodic these days. I love <laughs> to see it, love it. But uh, yeah, no, like I like I I I, I do artwork from time to time. I mean, hell, I got paint, I got my paints and shit set up over here. Got some canvases and whatnot prepped. Um, you can't see them, but they over there, you know. Um, like there's all kinds of shit that I do. Um, at a certain point, I was into anime and whatnot, you know. And at a certain point, black folks wasn't into anime. They wasn't in painting. Like if the, like it, it, it was cool to see somebody on the corner selling artwork. You know, it was cool to see that. You right. know, but it'd be like somebody. It'd be like it'd be somebody my age or older. And it's just like, oh, okay, well, shit, this person must have been off in France somewhere and then came back and was like, yo, I'm trying to sell to my people. It's like, nah, this is somebody who cultivated this talent, this type of this type of um, excellence in their house, you know, in their basement or in their bedroom or wherever, you know, and this, I, I always had that, um, that uh, fear of being accepted. Um, hell, even, even like in... Uh, uh, Prince's music, you yeah. know, I love Prince's music since I was a child, but like, you know, there was always this stigma about Prince. Yeah. So like, and, and the real thing is, is I was a musician. I've been a musician since I was, I don't know, early, early on, since mm-hmm. elementary age. Mm-hmm. And up until now, like, I've always appreciated his music. And of course, you know, as I grow older, I appreciate it more because I can, I can see what he did in certain things and in certain songs. And then of course I can appreciate his writing and other things. So like, yeah. like it's cool. And then the performance part of it, because I've performed as well. So like, yeah. it's like you, at a certain point, like 
and I want to say maybe like around the 90s. Yeah. Uh, late 90s, you know, everybody was concerned with being hard. Yeah. And all the, all the niggas was ready to be hard. They just wanted to be hard. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, they was even talking a certain way, walking a certain way, had yep. a certain look, you know, and it was like, all right, well, shit, y'all niggas is over here. And because, because I'm a creative person, you know, I can, it's one of those things where we can fit in somewhere or, or even more so fit into different circles. Yes. And ain't no issue, you yes. know, that's, we, we totally have that chameleon effect as creatives. Um, one of, one of our superpowers. I agree. So yeah, like I, I, I just, you know, with Prince's music, with me being a, a, a an art guy, an artsy kind of guy, somebody yeah. who spit poetry, like, yeah. It's like me, me and Marquis, like we, we we used to run around, but it'd just be us. And like we didn't know other niggas that was doing poetry like that unless we saw them in a setting where niggas came together to do poetry. Right. So like it, it was it was it was interesting. It was an interesting journey up until now. And and I'm sure even past this point at 37 being a black man, I'm sure it'll it'll be even more interesting. But I definitely had a fear of rejection growing up. Yeah, and you know what? I I, I second that. I definitely had a fear of rejection. Um, for me, with Black people and women, as far as, like, friendships and stuff, um, men always embraced me. <laughs> what is this anyway? Men always embraced me. Um, I was a tomboy growing up, didn't really like girly shit, and amongst the little girls, I was looked at a funny way. Like, I was looked at like, ooh, why is she trying to be different? Why is she always around a man and this and that? And so there would be times where I would try to find ways to fit in with the girls, but it was not authentic to who I was at the time. So right. it, it really was, it, it's been, it had been a, a struggle and a back and forth and a battle, you know, until I got to a point in my teenage years, where I was like, you know what, I'm going to do me, I'm going to be me. Okay, I may like to play this basketball, but I could do makeup too, and I'm multifaceted, and that's okay. And then we get into the whole creative conversation amongst Black people, and again, like you said, if you're not, you know, especially with the men, I see it you know, if you're not a manly man and you're not looked at as a manly man, if you're into the arts or if you're into creative shit. And that sucks because, again, Black people should be allowed to be multifaceted amongst ourselves. You know, we have, we have so many talents. We like, like I said, we built this shit for free. Like, we, 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 we go so far beyond what our mind even imagines. So when you meet someone outside of what you think they should be, embrace them don't reject them because right. that creates a whole complex in itself and I feel like I feel like we're doing a lot better <laughs> in that regard I feel like we're doing a lot better at embracing people but there was that stick stigma when we were growing up that um you had to be a certain way to fit in with black people and I just don't feel like it should be that way and again I feel like our generation as we become parents and preparing for the new generation we're teaching them like no you could do what you could do you want to you want to be in the choir you want to do a play you want to do this you want to it's cool you know so I feel like we we gotta we gotta really continue to can do the work so that people can feel don't have to feel that rejection that we get most definitely I think it, I think it takes a, a, certain, a certain level of um, unlearning 
you know, just unlearning the, the shit that we, we came across and had to teach ourselves. And then of course the shit that we were taught by, uh, you know, our, our peers, our, our parents, you know, our families, because, you know, I was taught to keep a lot of that shit in and real deal was, it's like, yo, uh, some of the shit that I do is pretty dope. Like right now I got a, I got a, a painting hanging on my grandparents wall. Um, and there's artwork. Like my grandmother has a lot of my artwork just posted up like shit from high school, yo. Like the, it is so crazy. Like I, I seen the shit, um, I want to say maybe five, six months ago, mm-hmm. uh, before they were moved, before they moved from the house that they were in. Right. I was just like, wow, I, I remember having this and having it being posted up in Century 2 for an art show, you know? So, right. um, crazy thing is, Bird had some artwork put up in Century 2 years later. So, like, that oh, was no. that. Was cool. um, but Granny had that, Granny had that, that artwork up on the wall. And been had it since high school, and it—I mean—the colors done faded on it. Like the words don't even look like words anymore. But she got it up there, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like it's—it's—it's it's, it's crazy to to just see all of the artwork that I've done over the years. Like she got something I did when I was at, like little, little, like kindergarten and shit. So it's like, and that's looking crazy as hell. But she still got it, you know. So like yeah. just, just having that type of thing and being able to express yourself is is something like a like it's a it's it's a a part of life you know Absolutely. so having to having to hide that or or even just being taught to to kind of keep it from folk it's like I get the keeping it close to the chest part but at a certain point that shit gotta be out that you know, gotta be gotta out know, people gotta know what you can do you know um and I'll say this about my artwork. Um, the commission part, mm-hmm. like actually trying to make money off of it, like that's that's the most fucked up part of it for me personally. Right. I just, it's something about it. It's like turning it into a, a, an actual, a business is a, a weird thing, you know? It's like, it feels funny. So It does, it does. I try not to, I try not to even venture into that part of it anymore. You know, yeah. there was a part where there was a part where I tried to because I tried to do it because, you know, nigga needed money. You know, I wanted to eat a little bit better. I wanted For to sure. live a little bit better. You know? For but sure. I can, I can understand that. I can understand yeah. that for sure. Yeah, it's like it, it's it's goofy, but you know, there's a lot of that that we hide um, and that we're taught to hide and a lot of that shit needs to be out and about so people know, hey, this is what's going on because you never know, there might be somebody else that's doing what you did. I agree. You haven't gotten to that point to letting it be out yet. Exactly. And then I, I, I feel like that's a part of the whole presentable thing that I try to go against. Like, you, you want people to appear a certain way and to do and follow a certain path when that might not be their calling. And I feel like we as people need to embrace people's callings um even if they don't match what we want them to do um and again that's part of not rejecting when someone says oh I want to do this career I want to do that because a lot of a lot of us a lot of the black families you know put that away as oh that's a hobby but you need to go and be a doctor type of thing right when it's 2022 and you can fully become a millionaire based on the creative 
you really can. It's so much opportunity out here. Um, it's just it's just crazy. It's, it, we should be allowed to be, like I said, Black people are multifaceted. Um, so we should be allowed to explore every option that we can. Most definitely. Um, I did want to get into another thing, one more thing here. What do you think about zodiac signs? <laughs> I really don't think too much about them at all. Yeah. Yeah. I see a lot of stuff. I, I see a lot of stuff online that, you know, it's like, all right, cool. You know, you think cancers are this way or that way, but it's like, yo, I can be that way, but I can totally be the opposite. So um, my, my, my zodiac sign is cancer. Uh, but like, there's so much that I see of myself and other other zodiacs. It's like, all right, cool. You know, I could totally be an Aries one day because whatever situation, or I could totally be a Sagittarius one day because of whatever situation. I feel like most of it is, uh, and it's just my opinion, but I feel like most of it is a way to do some cop out shit, especially when it comes to relationships. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, uh, you a Cancer? Mm, I can't fuck with you. You moody. And it's like, all right, well, when the last time you walked up to somebody and said, oh, I can't deal with you, you moody, whether they're cancer or not. Right. Things are right then and there in that moment when you call somebody moody, they're going to get moody. It's like, exactly. you get in my face for it and come tell me I'm moody for it. It's like, I'm all the way moody at this moment, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Like, okay, so I when I was younger, I used to really fuck with it heavy. Like, I really did. Um, now that I'm older, I'm kind of stealing away from it. Like, don't get me wrong. In my life, I have seen a lot of similarities. I'm an Aries. A lot of similarities based on what is described. Do I live and breathe and walk, walk in my life with that information? No, I'm still doing me. But like I said, there's certain things that do hit home that do make sense to me when I read certain things. However, I'm not going to allow that to stop me from meeting and embracing new people because, oh, he's a Scorpio, so I'm not going to, or, oh, he's a, he's a, he's a water sign, I'm a fire sign, so it's just, it's, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to live my life like that, but I would be lying if I didn't say, and like I said, I'm not even into the deep, um, like, astrological deep part of it. There are astrologists who get paid to do that. I'm not into it that deep, like, at all. But um, like I said, I do, I would be lying if I didn't say that I didn't see similarities based on um, what some of the stuff is described. But again, I don't live my life based on that information when it comes to meeting new people and how I walk in life. So I wanted to see how deep you were into it. <laughs> like, I mean, I know a little, a little bit, but I mean, from the way that I understand it, it's just that it's a, uh, it's another form of entertainment you know yeah I mean because it what it reminds me of or I guess what reminds me of it is that personality test shit yeah where people are there, I forget what that what the the measurements are something like um I don't know it's, it's something that got to do with like some some abbreviations and shit and they're yeah. like uh, okay well you're this type of personality and it's like why are there only four types of personalities yeah yeah and, in any given situation, any given time, you could be feeling all of these things or only one of these things. Right. So it's like, how are you going to classify somebody as a person? It's like, it's like, it's like compartmentalizing people, you know, compartmentalizing mm -hmm. everything that, that comes with 
the person or, or, or even more so uh, dismissing a lot of the shit that comes with people. It's like real talk. A lot of motherfuckers. Let me say it this way. A lot of a lot of females that I've dealt with have passed me up as soon as they found out I was a cancer because mm-hmm. they read about cancer. Mm-hmm. Look, I ain't choose to be born in the middle of July. You know, it's like, right. I didn't choose that. So, like, don't hold that against me. I agree. And then it's like, it's like, you know, you really be vibing with a female and it's just like, yo, this is, this is going good. This is great. Let's see if I can take it to the next level. And then you, she find out what you are and it's just like, why does it feel like I have cancer now? Why right. does it feel like I'm a leper now? Right, right. It's, it's goofy to live your life like that, to be compartmentalized, to be put inside of a box. It's like, I'm so much more. Why don't you just continue the conversation with me and figure out how fucking cool I actually am, you know? It's like, I'm pretty sure that you're cool. You're sitting here with me and we're having a conversation. So like, yo, holla at your man. Right. I agree. I agree. Like I said, I believe like and, and it's funny because I feel like even if you were to like if they were to give you a chance, the moment you wild out or something like that, oh, it's because you a damn cancer. That's why you acting like that. Goddamn cancer. Right. Like what? It'd be just that. Like the shit be like when I send you funny shit about cancers, I'd be joke. Like it'd be jokes. Like it don't mean I'm like, oh, I really think you like that. But like no. There's some people that really like are really like they live and die by that shit. And I'm just like, you know what? You got to get to know somebody for who they are, not based on when they were born, something they can't control. So, yeah, I was just like, Let, let's let's get a, a little bit into that, because I there's people that I have met that really believe like they should really live their life based on that and, and deal with only people that match what they want. You know, that's their compatibility based on their signs. So it's just. It's all funny to me. <laughs> it's funny to me too. Like I, I, I honestly, I, it's like I said, I feel like it's a cop out kind of thing. Yeah. It's like oh, you give, yeah, it's like you don't like this one thing about me instead of figuring out if you can actually deal with this one thing or if you actually, um, what's the word? Uh, it's not counteract. It's uh, neutralize. If what? you, if you figure out you can neutralize this one thing in this whole deal, um, we might actually end up being, you know, quite the catch, you know? Right, right, right. You could be missing out on the love of your life because you worried about what zodiac sign they are. Right, you know? Ooh, girl, I see myself being with a Sagittarius man. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck you know? Sagittarius man is is curving you, so, like... Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> don't make no sense at all at all absolutely none absolutely none lord was there anything else we need to get to bro bro anything you want to add to the pod anything you want to say to the folks uh just uh just to kind of take it a, a a couple steps further that personality test shit mm-hmm. i was like covid done made covid done made shit way harder it really, it really did. It did. It definitely put a strain on relationships. Yeah. Um, you know, the ones that the ones that were strong enough to survive it, yeah, they survived it. And they yeah. are surviving it. Right. But the ones, the ones that didn't survive, man, I swear for God. 
Listen, as somebody that was in a relationship in 2020, it was a test. It was a full-blown test. Most but, definitely. You, but you know what? The, the, only the strong survive. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And listen, like, go ahead. It's like it's like that that relationship that I was in back uh back in 2020. Mm-hmm. Nigga. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm out of it. I'm glad yeah. I learned something from it too. Yeah, you did. That that's what it, that's all it is. It was a lesson for you for sure. Yeah, most it definitely. Was definitely a lesson. But yeah, no, people people take that stuff way too seriously. I feel like get to know a person. Get to know a person and judge based on that, not based on what an um online um website about zodiac signs or about personality tests say about a person. That you don't even know yet. Yeah. You know, and it's goofy that people even trust the website more than they trust the actual person that's Thank right you. there in their face. And it's not it's not even so much trusting that person, it's just trusting your gut to tell yes. you, hey, this person cool. Let me stick with the conversation a little bit further, see where it go, versus being on the phone, slide yes. talking, about, uh-huh. Yeah. That's a booty ass. That's that's the cancer traits right there. I got to go, you know? That's just too much for me. Like I said, unless you're an actual astrologer that has studied and like really looked deeply into these things, I kind of don't want to hear what you have to say. And even the ones that really studied it, I'm still not going to live my life based on what you tell me. So it's just like, based on like the the Zodiac shit. So it's just like, you know what? Mm. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to meet people as they are and decide for myself whether or not their personality or their, their energy is something that I want to consume or be around um, and, or experience. Um, but it's based off that person, in person, how we interact, not based on he's a Cancer or he's a Scorpio or she's a Scorpio. Let's, let's just, let's see, because I don't think that it's going to, like, no. Take all that preconceived notions out and just talk to somebody and meet somebody for who they are and what they present to you. Most definitely. You know what, though? Tyrese did have a song that was pretty dope talking about the Zodiac. (laughs) I still rock to that motherfucker today. But, but, (laughs) uh, I still feel how I feel about the damn, the the, the cop-outs that come with the Zodiac shit. what's funny what's funny is um i have i still have a yahoo email account Mm -hmm. uh from way back in the day i think that was 17 16 yep 18 maybe when i first got it right and you know subscribe to all of that shit you know because back then i was like hey you know no better hell and the, the crazier thing is i was still in church around that time on a regular regular basis yeah so it was crazy for me to even be in it like that but like i was i was into it i i subscribed to like a bunch of different things uh, i think who i was dating at the time uh raven's mom i had her shit that would come up on my uh my uh whatever the fuck it was and then my shit would come up on and then of course when raven was born her shit would come up on there too mm-hmm. so it was crazy i would you know and i would get on there day uh daily to to actually see all of that shit just just to read it you know right um, but like it, it just it, in experience the conversation face to face and and trusting trusting your gut instinct 
yeah. about certain things, yeah. that that's where it's at. It is. That that's your safest bet, you know. Um, and don't get me wrong, there, there's some there's some shit brains out here, some 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 dirty birds that's floating around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that 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 play off of that shit, but you know, there's also motherfuckers who are just out here just looking for somebody to talk to and to 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 see if they can find their husband or their wife, you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, I agree. And and don't get me wrong, like like you said, there's people out there that do take advantage of that. Um so I'm not saying and maybe maybe something I need to work on. I'm not saying being entirely just open to whatever when you meet somebody. But I definitely believe in having a small little little, little fence up. You know, yeah. <laughs> I believe in that. Not all the way up, you know, just a little fence up just to, you know, make sure this is somebody you want to invite in your energy. But um, definitely take people at face value. And as you talk to them, after you, as you get to know them, you'll know whether or not it's some, somebody you want really in your life. You'll know. Right. Just give somebody the space to, to give somebody the space to fail. That's really what it is. Give somebody the space to do that. That's exactly what it is, you know um that that again i'll say it again that, that gut instinct you yes. know to tell you what's up you just got to listen to it yes so. and you know and, and just to add one thing with that real quick if your gut instinct is off that means there needs to be some internal work done oh, yeah. oh, there yeah. needs to, you need to really get dig deep within yourself to find out why do i keep going through the same lesson over and over and over again with different faces that's when you need to take a step back and say, okay, let me, let me look into myself and figure this out. Right. Um, because there, there is a such thing as your gut instinct being off and you being completely wrong about a situation. But once you do that internal work or get somewhere near that, you'll know your body will, will respond the right way. So do that work and you're going to, you will know exactly who needs to be in your life and who doesn't. Oh yeah. Most definitely. You know, sometimes we need to be healed. Yes, we do. We need to do some healing. Yes, yes, for sure, for sure. All right, y'all. Well, we're going to get on out of here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, Like, share, comment, and subscribe. Anything you want to leave with the people, bro, bro? Um, Just to uh, remember that we are doing uncut extras and a regular episode with all three of us all three of the uncut podcast crew um oh and uh we 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 need names i I saw you put the post up we need names for the for the fans and whatnot yes um so like you know beyonce got her her beehive and and uh was it was it uh Nikki got the barbs and whatnot. It's like right. we, we need to name y'all crew. We can't call y'all what we were calling y'all because <laughs> the hashtag was uh, it was some other shit on there. Yeah. <laughs> Team Uncut, we're gonna go with something totally different. Totally you know? different. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> so yeah, so uh yeah, we, help us come up with a name for y'all because we want to show y'all appreciation. We want to show y'all the love and support that you've been giving us over the years. Um, we just need a name, a cool name for y'all. Yes. Um, we, we could call y'all, we could call y'all the scissors. I don't know. We could call you the cut crew, but then that sounds like a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
It's like we just we just need a cool name for y'all. Y'all help us come up with that so we can we can uh, turn it into a hashtag and maybe turn it into to some t-shirts and some jackets or something, uh, some stickers and whatnot. You right. know, but it gotta like, be the right name. It gotta be the right name. Yeah. It can't be nothing nothing goofy, nothing wow. crazy, nothing obscene. Right. Uh, but yeah, now we we just we just need a name for y'all so we can show the love back to y'all the way that y'all been showing it to us. I agree. So if you have any ideas, y'all, well, what y'all think y'all want to be called, what you want y'all names to be, hit us up, leave a comment on this episode um, or any episode, DM us, however you can reach us, reach us, um, and we will take that in consideration and, and talk it over and we'll figure it all out. But we want y'all to name yourselves because y'all deserve it. I'm sure I we gotta we gotta hit Sammy up. I'm sure Sammy got some creativity. I'm sure he do. I'm sure he do. Man, shout out to Sammy, man. Shout out to Sammy. Sammy is the best. Every single episode, every single video, he is sharing it in his story. Every single one. Like he is my he is my favorite. And he he's never met us. He don't even live in this state. Never even been to this state. And just support us off GP. And I and I fuck with him for real. I really do. He's real, but he's real. Sammy, you you the you the man. You man, the man, for real, for real, for real. We we fuck with you heavy, just like you fuck with us. So. Exactly, exactly. Rock on for being rock on for being a real one. For real, without having without without even expecting anything in return, he's just a real one off GP. So I fuck with it. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, we about to fade out. It's your girl Morgan Alexis exiting the building. Hope you enjoyed this episode. This your boy, A. Shout of Funky Walker, Dirty Talker, none iller than Scruffzilla Grays, killing it in a million ways. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one now.